For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 420 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. Buddy, I don't I don't quite understand, but there's been a little bit of chatter about our we uh us hitting episode 420 this week. I don't know. Is oh, that really? some kind of is that some kind of zoomer code, Will, that I don't understand? I mean, What's 420 mean? Not that I'm familiar with. Yeah, I don't I'm drawing know. a blank here. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's man. the amount of rounds in your uh, assault rifle when you start Halo. Oh, maybe that's because they know we both really like Halo. That could be it. Man, I got to tell you, uh, I have been on a different schedule this week, hence us recording on a Wednesday instead of a Thursday um, at work, and... You know, uh, when I got my days off this week, I was like, oh, okay, I'm off Thursday and Friday. And then you know me, man of big ideas. My big idea for this week was, oh, maybe I knock out both podcast recordings before my day off. And I don't got to record on my day off, right? So right. <laughs> I literally, uh, not too long ago, maybe just 20 minutes ago, got done recording High Potion with Steve. And we did an episode about the Xbox 360. You see why this why this gets brought up, right? You mentioned a halo, right? And man, I was just sitting there smiling, talking about hanging out in your room uh, at the house in Starkville with your giant rear projection TV and playing co op Gears of War in the Halo Three beta, buddy. Right, man, man. Back when we were like, oh, I guess there's just never any Star Wars movies ever again, you know. Yep, yep, back in those days. Um, I don't really know, buddy. I'm not going to lie. There ain't a whole lot going on this week, all right? I mean, listen, I got some yeah. things we could talk about, some stuff and things Star Wars related, but really missing them new episodes of Ahsoka right about now. Right. Um, you know what... Uh, you know what you can do if you're missing Star 
If you're missing Star Wars, you can go to blueharvest.rocks or myweirdfoot.com for all your Blue Harvest and High Potion needs. Um, We got links to all our social medias, including our Twitch channel, which, by the way, since I'm off Friday, I'll probably be doing a pretty long stream. And then next week, October 20th, we got a big stream going on at twitch.tv slash blueharvestpod because the new Spider-Man game comes out. And I've got special guests lined up for the stream, Will. No boy. Some would even say a multiverse of special guests. A multiverse. Is that making a lot of noise, what I'm doing? Oh, yeah. Doesn't matter. It's fucking... What does it matter? What Sounds no- like you're hammering out fresh smelted iron on an anvil. No, no, just banging metal circles together for no particular reason. Um, so, um, the Olympics. Yeah, man. I say, uh, yeah. Can you imagine, can you imagine if I was like, a like a world-class <laughs> gymnast, but only in those, like, uh, what do they call those rings that those dudes? Oh, have? the, oh man, because you asked me, I won't be able to say it. Oh, I can't remember what they're called either, but can you imagine? Can they're you not imagine? the parallel rings, right? Because there's the parallel bars. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know enough about gymnastics, I guess. Why would I? You know? But can you imagine yeah. if I was fucking hoisted up on them weird rings, fucking weird foot and fat tits just dangling? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> fucking sweating and doing my... Doing, they'd be like, wow. But otherwise, perfect form. Right, like yeah, yeah, your oh, other yeah. leg and your other, like your other upper body, perfect form. Yeah, just fucking spectacular. But just the fun, it. fun leg dangling. Yeah, just go, but taking the gold home. But it's just weird, mm-hmm. and, and maybe it's a sympathy medal. If we're being completely honest, you know, <laughs> you know, just, just being completely honest with you here, buddy. Can you imagine? They're like, okay, and next up, in whatever these fucking rings are called, um. <laughs> Halls Burkhart. They would be good enough judges that when you brought home the gold, it would be because you deserved it. And they would be like, I show up and I'm in the chair, and they're like, I think, don't think he realizes this isn't the Special Olympics. What's going on here? And they're like, What? He's listed as doing a 17 minute long presentation on whatever the fuck these gymnastics rings are called. And then it's me for 17 minutes dangling my weird foot and doing spins and whatnot fucking sweaty gut flopping all over the place to tempest by tool which is 17 minutes long my goodness episode 420 will what are we supposed to do here you know it's like the echoes for tool yeah yeah but if uh if echoes was about weird right-wing weirdos So how's your week been, buddy? Oh, it's been crazy. Fuck yeah. Then my kids are going through some sleep stuff. Oh, that sucks. Man, I know that's got to suck. It's all right. It's just... There's no rest. There's no break. Was uh, was my dude Liam happy to get back to school after fall break, or is is he starting to get that age? No. He was like, why do I have to go back to school? Uh, 
It was awesome being off. I was like, dude, you have a longer fall break than I ever had. I don't want to hear Bro, it. You have to go back to school. Fall break? Are you kidding me? We never yeah. got a fall break. A fall break. This kid had a four and a half day weekend. You can't fucking brainwash kids if they're gone for a fall break at my school. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You got to really get that programming in. Um, yep. Oh, this is so this this part of the, can you hear the music, Will? Oh, yeah. Okay, so this part, this is when the routine starts, right? Here. Weird foot flopping crazy right now. I mean, I know I always have tool on the brain because I'm fucking predictable and weird and boring or whatever, but they announced new dates, like new tour dates, and they're coming to Birmingham in January next year. Bro, mm -hmm. I gotta go. I gotta go. Yeah. I'm going. Might even have a extra ticky ticket if maybe my brother Will wants to come hang out on a Friday. Hey. hey. You know, maybe can't miss that show. Maybe we go. Uh, maybe we go to Umami, and I don't talk to the the bartender again. You know, we can just repeat all the hits, Dave or and Buster's, do. or I don't. Um, <laughs> shit, I was still doing the damn business, wasn't I? Will. Four twenties, mm -hmm. turning out to be exactly how I would have predicted. Um, Stony baloney. So, uh, you know, besides the Twitch channel, Twitter, Instagram, of course, you can check out our Patreon. If you enjoy the show and you want to support us for as little as $3, you can. You get access to all our exclusive Patreon bonus shows. And I believe next week I will be starting, hey, this is The Clone Wars, a chronological rewatch of The Clone Wars. <laughs> interesting i'm just like ahsoka when she was in the world she goes hey this is the clone wars so i think that will be starting next week man them the first little bit of clone wars is a little rough i'm gonna be honest with you buddy it gets good pretty quick but you know a little rocky to start mm -hmm. um so thanks to all our patrons and if you want to be a patron you should go to blue harvest dot rocks or patreon.com slash blue harvest pod pulled that one out at the end there buddy almost fucked up the url oh man so what did you guys get up to on liam's uh fall break i know y'all went on like a little family we, trip right yeah we went on a little trip to um the kids museum uh-huh in jackson uh-huh and we saw some of uh one of chris's friends she hasn't seen for a really long time oh that's cool we had breakfast at something they're called district district donuts there's a bunch of new restaurants in jackson mm -hmm. uh kind of downtown in like the Bellhaven area um that's really good the one next door i supposedly has a michelin star uh called lv i was like damn <laughs> that's baller for, <coughs> for Jack jackson mississippi for those that don't know um, Shortly before Will and I started um, started Blue Harvest, like for a couple of years leading up 
like right before you moved back to Birmingham, you were working in Jackson. At I was, there. yeah. So you, you're pretty familiar with the Jackson restaurant scene. I was, yeah. And a lot of that has come up. And that's it's really impressive. Um, but the Children's Museum was good too. And they had a really great time. And then we came back and we um, spent the night here. And then the next day we went to see uh, Grandma, my 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 wife's parents your mother-in-law yeah my mother-in-law yeah and then we, we went to like a big autumn farm it's this place called bull bottom farm but there's like a giant corn pit with uh-huh. a slide into the corn pit that the kids play in like a big sandbox but it's corn uh-huh. it's corn <laughs> hey. um, and then there's these little tree houses with like you know, rope bridges in between them and slides and big oh, yeah. swings and a pumpkin patch, a place where you ride out and pick a pumpkin, um, stuff like that. So what what was doing at the Jackson Children's Museum? What like what's what they got going on there? There are two different levels. On the bottom level, there is some interactive cooking stuff. There's like a reading nook. There's a place where kids can put on puppet shows. Oh, shit. There's like a giant life-size Scrabble. There are several places where you can sit and play chess or checkers. Um, there's like a little interactive water table that's called all these different little needy water, mm-hmm. I don't know, like uh, water shoots and things you can fill up and make spin and they're little different water guns. And you can uh, catch like little rubber fish out of there with the oh, that's cool fishing pole. There's a there's a little play place, kind of like it reminds me of like a McDonald's kind of play thing. Run through, like you climb through the net thing, you go around this corner, you come down the slide here, you know, you go, you, you climb up this thing. But it's the human digestive system, you know, from stomach to toilet, and you climb through oh, that bad boy. Hold on. Slide out the the back end it makes flush sound when you wait hit the a second. Toilet. You slide out the butthole, not literally the uh. anus, but m- metaphorically, like you know the whole play thing is like pink and red. Yep, and uh, it makes a big flush when you slide out the end. Bro. There's not doo doo anywhere or anything, but you do slide into like a a, a white bowl kind of thing. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> they they could have taken that. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> sea monkeys by the gallon my tummy feel crazy i'm saying they could have taken that 10 percent more and just had them come out a big butt you know mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. that you need to have the actual you know the fucking it is you know it is the, the kids museum yeah you don't need the you know the star you know the fucking you know the the fucking rose butt, the balloon knot. You don't need the balloon knot. Yeah. But coming out of a big butt, I don't think that's our there's, right. um, There's a little place where you can go underground uh-huh. and crawl around on some little interjoining tunnels, learn about underground creatures. And then on Bro, the top well, hold level, up, hold there's up. Sorry, some... I'm not trying no, to interrupt ahead. again. Learn about underground creatures like fucking yeah, creatures reptilians that burrow and underground. shit. Oh, <laughs> like, damn! Like you know, rabbits or gophers or prairie dogs or turtles or you know things that that actually go live underground. underground. Okay, yeah. Uh, and on the top level, there's some Mississippi-specific stuff. Right on. There's like some logging stuff. How a logging truck works. The kids can move the train and move some logs. Um. You know, logging um, is what my 
logging and forestry is what my dad's dad did and then my uncle charles cool. my dad's older brother was in it as well they he did this that's really cool um it's a cool profession i remember this one time so when you know my dad would drive us to school every morning in the fucking ford mm -hmm. Taurus. maybe he's listening to you know i mean listen if it's post 1995 you know what he's listening to on the way to school every morning will what's that well, this would have been post 96, but the it's still the same concept. I'm betting Paul Harvey. Nope. He was listening to corn on cassette, baby. That poor man. My my dad's got the. I'm about to say you did that to your dad. My dad, my dad would really want to give it. You could, you know, sometimes he's like, hey man. Like, I want to listen to some Three Dog Night. So that's what I'm going to do. But most times he would right. let me or my sister listen to whatever the hell we wanted to. Mostly me, because I was sitting in the front and I had the corn cassettes. Maybe a little Deftones. Maybe a little Tool Anima on the way to my Southern Baptist school. Knowing oh, wow. I'm showing up in a real fucking compliant mood, you know? Um, I vividly remember the cassette tapes growing up. Oh, dude, my dad had... Um, um, Michael Jackson's bad. Oh, my very Paula first Abdul. My very first um, album, and it was a tape. But the very first album I ever was mine. I got it for Christmas. It was Michael ba Jackson's bad. Love that soundtrack album. to the Little Mermaid. Oh, and then I remember. So like, once I moved on to CDs, right? Because my parents mm -hmm. had a CD player, I would say fairly early. I mean, it, they weren't the first person I ever knew that had a CD player. Like, my uncle had one. You know, kids at school who parent, they'd be like, my parents have a CD player. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Are you serious, right? right? But um, And it was a big thing. It was like a deck. Like Yeah, uh, it was huge. And the CD could, could boxes. maybe five to ten CDs. The packaging that a CD came in was like the size of a ps5 i remember <laughs> like i got the last crusade soundtrack on cd for christmas the year that my dad got a a cd deck oh, wow. and i was like what is, what even is this i couldn't tell what it was i'm a little like younger a than you yeah well yeah go i for, go for my you, first cds were <laughs> well, I, well it was when i got a walkman you know when i got a walkman i got some cds for christmas Bro, a and it was yeah a discman yeah <sighs> and uh it was backstreet boys and britney spears and the soundtrack to star wars and the men in black soundtrack nice my first... that was my pick so the first CD that I ever purchased, meaning used my own money, because like I said, I had mm -hmm. I had uh, the Last Crusade on CD. I had Michael Jackson's Dangerous on CD. My dad surprised me with that one the day it came out. He went to Brian's Records and Pet Store in Columbus, Mississippi. There used to be this shady ass record slash pet store and you would go in and you'd be like cool you know records and oh man these pets don't seem well taken care of and it smelled <laughs> like a pet store 
So you're, you know, browsing tapes and CDs and being like, it smells like hamster shit in here. This is awesome. Really bringing out the vibes here. <laughs> Sounds like piss and cedar chips in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, another CD. Uh, Mission Impossible 2 soundtrack. Oh, cool. Metallica. Oh, Metallica? <laughs> and then Bjork. I'm like, Who the fuck is this Bjork bitch? What is this? Oh, don't call Bjork this? a bitch. What was no, the, I didn't mean in a negative way. I, I just meant like, who is this crazy person that I've never heard sing in my life as a kid? Bjork's a bad bitch. Uh, what was what's the name of that Metallica Mission Impossible two song? Hey, I disappear. Hey, I disappear. Thank you. <laughs> I only know that because it was one of the first CDs I ever got. <laughs> This is a really bad Metallica song. Peace and love to you in your soundtrack. Like, I think it's cool that you got, but this is like a all-timer awful, just very bad Metallica song. <laughs> Get on with it, damn, and I'm saying that. Here, I just wanna hear the bad opening. Hey, 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 bro, you, you know, that's that song came out before, like when they were in in between albums. That might have yeah. been the last thing that Jason Newstead ever recorded with him. <laughs> that poor bastard. I don't think he recorded anything with that might have been the last straw for him. He said, look, I got some money in the bank. I can't be around here for this. Hey, 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 bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wonder when the last Lisa, time. we don't want to be Metallica on the worst Mission Impossible movie. Uh, the wasn't the next one the one that J.J. Abrams directed? Didn't he do three? Yeah, three was That's really it. good. Um, hold on, I gotta find out when. Let's do. You want to do an over and under? Uh, when did that come out? I was gonna say, when do you think the last time it, it Mission was? Impossible two? Yeah. When when did? Oh, I was gonna say when is the last time Metallica like 2000 play 2099 I think, I think it was 2000 because I went to see them that summer like the summer between my junior and senior year and I'm pretty yeah. sure that was when that song was out and about um I actually didn't even get to see him because uh Fucking James Hetfield injured himself somehow or got wasted. Who knows? He might have been wasted on Back a jet in them days. Yeah, it was before he went to rehab. <laughs> and and like so it was this big festival. It's called the Summer Sanitarium Tour. All right. Oh, that's and cool. I've probably told this story before, but me and a bunch of my friends from school went to the Atlanta, right? Show. And it was mm -hmm. A who's who <laughs> of questionable new, some questionable, some good new metal, right? Um, and mm -hmm. Metallica. So the day started off at like the crack of noon in the Georgia Dome. And um, it was System of a Down. 
And let me tell you, some of those Metallica redneck fans didn't really know what to do with that. Didn't really know what to do with <laughs> System of Down. Couldn't Down. really digest Yeah, System there's of a Down lot yet. of confused looks going around, right? Uh, this was also before System of Down was as big as they became. This is before their second album, where they, which is where they really right. grew up. And then the next band on the docket, fucking Power Man 5000, Rob Zombie's <laughs> little brother. <laughs> oh, you going with me? Cause, well, oh God, what was that song called? <laughs> when Worlds Collide, acting like I don't know. I had the album. Worlds <laughs> Collide. I used to slap this in the Taurus. The Taurus. You remember this? Have you ever heard this song, Will? This might have been back. You were back, this was back when, sure when you were like fucking, hey, hey, hey. Just trying to get to the chorus. Here we go. Okay, okay. Yes. You've yes, heard I've that. Heard. That's Rob Zombie's little brother. His name is Spider. I don't know. I don't think that's his government name. Is his last name Zombie? Is he Spider no, Zombie? He's Spider okay. One. He he listen. I was just curious. He said, I ain't trying to ride Rob's coattails. I, was I mean just curious. he could put in a good he's, word for they me. They were family. Him and Sherry could put in a good word with me with a record label. Maybe I But like they like they came out and it's like I said, so System of a Down started at 12, right? Probably played to like 12.30. And then Power Man 5000 came out. It's still daylight, right, in the Georgia Dome because it's got like a canvas ceiling or whatever. I don't know what the fuck it's called. <clears throat> um, but sunlight comes through it. And these dudes come out dressed like fucking spacemen, Dr. Spaceman. Once again, those Atlanta Georgia Dome rednecks there to see Metallica and everybody else, weird looks. Weird mm. looks. <laughs> and then the next person up was by far uh, one of the worst live performances I've ever seen. And I know nowadays because, you know, he's, uh, he's shown himself to be an extra doo-doo head asshole. People like to hate on kid rock but i was part of the hating on kid rock since his first video hit the airwaves i was like this guy is corny and i had to i i didn't have to i sat in the stands and watched in my nosebleed seats it was awful bro i still don't see what the appeal is you know sometimes you can not like a musical artist and then you see him live because they open for somebody or something and you're like all right well like i still don't like it but i I respect what's going on here. I get it. Still don't get it, bro. Ball with the ball, the danga, 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 diggy, or whatever. Not my jam. Uh, and then it was corn. Noah was big excited for that. <clears throat> and then two hours go by. No sign of Metallica. And everybody's just talking. They take forever to set up, man. They got a big stage show. And then they turn the lights off because it's nighttime by now. And... They come out, and little ass Lars Ulrich is like, hey, guys, sorry, we're not going to be able to play tonight. And oh, I'm not joking, a riot almost broke out. I was scared. Oh, right? my God. I'm like 17, 
right? I'm, I rode public transport from the hotel, the MARTA from the hotel, to the Georgia Dome for the first time in my life. I'm with my shithead friends, right? Ain't nobody got a <laughs> lick of sense. How the hell am I getting out of this? People were mad. It was crazy. I can only imagine. They flipped out. For the drummer to come out after making y'all wait and be like, yeah. not happening tonight, guys. Well, they, I mean, they, the other members of Metallica played and then people from all the other bands filled in. Like, so they still kind of played, but you didn't really get to, you got to see a neat Metallica tribute band. Jam sesh. With people like, you know, th those dudes in those other bands, like they know Metallica songs, but they don't play Metallica songs every night. So some of it maybe a little, you know, Lucy. Good to eat strings version. <laughs> you know, if I was putting together my Halls, Shreds, summer, my, uh, Halls Summer Sanitarium tour, you know who would open. Uh, TJ Maxx. Paramore? No. Oh, TJ. Say, bro, he's going to come out and do a 17-minute version of sitting and tease <laughs> a little bit of pickle in the fridge, which, by the way. He said, Haas said, I want sitting. Dude. Bring a pedal, a loop loop pedal. Bro, listen. I, so it was one of those things that I started seeing pop up on my social media, and now I'm seeing it everywhere, probably because I listened to it so much, the fucking yeah. sitting song. But personally exploding the numbers of this one. Song. Yeah. <laughs> but like I, I, I this one guy's watched it 5 million times already in Alabama. Um, so <laughs> I, he, he is trying to get a second, a follow up hit going. And the one he's really pushing right now is pickle in the fridge. And it's the fucking sophomore, sophomore curse. I just, it's, I, it gets stuck in my head, but not like sitting. Pickle in the fridge. I got a pickle in the fridge. I got my wife all over me, but there's a pickle in the fridge. When my wife is at work, I push the pickle in the fridge. You see what I mean? There's no. It's just. I not, mean, it's, it's not obvious why that's not. The the oh sitting is the opposite of standing. <laughs> well, like, that that's relatable. Listen, pickle I'm, in the motherfucking fridge. I'm I don't only, think so. Guys, I promise you, I'm only about to play sitting for a very important reason. Okay. <laughs> I'm not, this will be the only time. I'm not going to do it a whole bunch. We got more feedback about me playing that song on the last episode than any Star Wars opinion <laughs> you've, uh, we've ever had, bro. Like, remember that time I was like, hey, Will, maybe we take it a little easy on the Raylos, right? <laughs> I ain't trying to catch yeah. that Raylo heat, yeah. right? Nothing compared to You're always like, Will, don't talk that shit. Say, hey, don't man. talk that Raylo shit. Because I'm the one that catches the bullets. I'm the I'm out on the front lines <laughs> of social media talking about reposting cat videos and shit or whatever. And then someone would be like, hey, that's kind of fucked up. I'd be like, hey, that's not me, though. Right? Like, you know, I get the shipping thing. I was a, I was, I was a Jate, a Jack and Kate shipper on Lost. And you trying to get me, whew, uh-uh, I ain't trying to get that. It's like pissing <laughs> off. I don't like, need that smoke. Uh-uh, uh-uh, no, sir, uh-uh. I might rather fuck around and get Anonymous mad at me than the Raylos. <laughs> I feel like I'd be like, hey, Anonymous, what's the deal? Why are you guys so pissed off with me? All right. Um, 
So you know how I made the joke I was going to make the meme of sitting over the end of Return of the Jedi last week? Yeah. And I slapped together a real low effort version and put it up on social media. Then beautiful mind ass Florian, he starts messaging me on Friday saying, hey, um, when's the next time you're going to be streaming? And I was like, well, funny you should ask. I'll be streaming in about three hours. And he goes, okay, I have a... I have a video I want you to play on stream. And he sends me, this man made an entire Star Wars fan trailer to sitting, right? I can't even imagine the amount of Star Wars footage this dude had to scroll through to put this shit together. Because he... It's very impressive. It's a whole bunch of different... Yeah. I got to watch it. I know they can't see it, but you could go look at it on our Instagram or Twitter. I was talking about when he says standing on your head. It's got and, people upside down. Yeah. Shit, like. Yeah. Like the thought that went into it, like mine was low effort. Like just fucking take the, when he sent seat. me this video, I was blown away. Yeah. I was absolutely blown away. Yeah. It might by the way, Will's without a phone, and it might be because this video was so good that his phone... It may have blown the yeah. back of my phone yeah. right now. It blew the, it blew the bottom out. Blew the brakes <laughs> off. Beat the brakes off of Will's phone. Blew the battery right off. Blew his back, back out. <laughs> <laughs> this video blew Will's back out. Mm. I'm Turgle, the shithead frog! City <laughs> is the opposite of standing. Sitting in the opposite running around Sitting is a wonderful Too thing good. to do Because you see Sitting in the opposite of standing on your head Sitting in the opposite of hanging on my barbell Sitting is a wonderful thing to do I got one thing to say I think the sitting is something that people say it is bad But you know the sitting is actually good Because Dex they deserve to relax diner. It's kinda like a nap. Oh, it's kinda like a nap. But you deserve to sit. <laughs> okay, I have to stop. I mean, we don't need to listen to the whole thing. But the so you know how we specifically mentioned one of our favorite parts of that dumb little song is the little cough laugh thing he yeah. does. Yeah. Florian sunk that to Watt Tambor messing with the little fucking buttons on his chest, the little tape yeah. deck on his chest. Perfect. Right. That's when, it's what like when you're watching a movie and like there's going to there's a second if it's a movie you've never seen before. You're like I wonder how this is going to be and if it's really good, you know, <laughs> like pretty quickly, right? Like the first time I you watched know, John know. Wick, I said, "Oh, okay, I see why. I see what the big deal yeah. is about this." The minute yeah. he did Watt Tambor, I was like, oh, so we're dealing with a genius, I see. <laughs> but to describe it to the listeners, every time sitting is said in the song, it's, it's a different scene from of someone sitting, sitting in Star Wars, sitting down in Star Wars. Every time someone says standing, it's someone standing. Running around. Running around, it's someone running around. When he says Wars. standing on your head, it's someone flipped upside down, like yeah. Luke flipped upside down in the Hoth cave, like... It is impressively cut to every individual action that's mentioned in the song. uh, Florian gets a uh, Blue Harvest 
respects the bed award of 2023 with that one i was i was very impressed with that that was mucho impressive his his certificate will be in the mail he gets like a <laughs> you know when you get one of those you get like a certificate it's got a stamp on it you can frame <laughs> it it's not a big deal i mean it's not like we send you a diamond play button but it's a little something <laughs> stupid it's the highest honor we can award a civilian <laughs> That's silly. So, um, I don't know, man. There's not a whole lot going on. Um, so, you know, we were kind of talking. Now I'm going to try to write the ships. Will, Will, do you hear that? So... Been fucking around for 35 minutes. Why don't we actually try to talk about some Star Wars? Well, I um, mean, Star Wars news is slim. I, uh, yeah. I, there is value in the fuck around. Um, there's a, you know, there's constantly stuff going around in the quote unquote news, like people talking about behind the, like, there's a whole story that came out today not about star wars but about the mcu about how they're looking into retooling the way they approach their tv shows on disney mm-hmm. plus um and i guess the writer and the directors of that new daredevil show all got let go and they're retooling that show because it was interesting it was being shot before the strikes right and they mm-hmm. haven't resumed production on it yet so it looks like they're going to be retooling that show. It's getting a little bit of a fucking Rogue One or Solo going on there. You know what I mean? Mm. Who was who was directing that, Gareth? By the way, Gareth Edwards has a new sci-fi movie out that looks kind of sick. Kind of. What is it called? Awesome. Is it the Creator? Is that what his name? His. I think name it is? is. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, uh. And then. Uh, Gareth Edwards, right? Did I call him the right name? I always fuck up that poor man's name. Yeah, the creator. This this movie looks pretty good. I haven't seen it yet. That movie looks pretty good. <laughs> um, I'm glad to see. That's the first thing he's done since Rogue One. Right? I can't, I think it is. I'm not intimately familiar with his career, but I I think so. Well, I thought you were directing a biography on a and e about the dude well damn i know right um and there's some there there's talk not of the in the exact same vein but there was some stuff i was reading today that like you know the writer strike is over the actor strike is still ongoing right you have to figure they made the deal with the writers they're probably trying to get it taken care of as quickly as possible, come to a fair agreement, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, Everybody's ready to start making money again. Yeah, well, so the thing I was reading today is that supposedly priority number one for Lucasfilm, from what I was reading, is getting the the shows back up and running. So, like, getting on Mando season four, um, finishing Andor season two, if there's stuff to finish... I don't really know what went on with the um, production of Andor because it kept shooting for a little bit after 
the writer's strike, but no writers were allowed on set or some shit. There was a weird loophole. Um, and they may have had it already written out for a while. Well, yeah, but a lot of times there's stuff written written on set too, right? Like right, so right in the moment, right. Um. <laughs> so you have to figure they want to get that going, um, and then if that fucking movie is actually supposed to come out in 2026, they got to get moving, bro. They got to get booking on that movie. Yeah. Cause you know, it's, 2023 is almost over. Yeah. I mean, they got three years, right? Um, which they could absolutely do, but absolutely, I don't want, but them I don't to want them to rush, man. I want them to take their time. If this is the first one back, it's going to be the one with Ray. I'm in fucking stoked. Make it real good, though, right? Let's get that excitement going, baby. Mo- good movies this are shit like good ain't nothing to me, man. What's that? What's that? Will? I said good movies are like good bakes. You got to have the right ingredients. Oh, at, for the right amount of time with the mm. right amount of mixture and process. Um, if you rush it or you let it go too long, it usually comes out a little fucked up. A little fucked up. Maybe I baked a little too long. Came a no. little fucked up. You're just right, man. You're perfect the <laughs> way you are. Oh, my God. Sheesh. Whoo, you charming motherfucker. You just put the full court press on me, and I got the vapors. That's why. Man, I can't. Sure. I can only tell you the truth. Um, there is something weird going on with the Knights of the Old Republic game. The n- I saw a mention yeah. of that before my phone went kaputz, but I don't know anything about it. So they, it's been a couple of years now, right? They did the reveal of the Knights of the Old Republic remake as a l- console launch pe- PlayStation 5 exclusive. The wording was weird, meaning like there was probably at the bare minimum going to also be a PC version and probably eventually an Xbox version after the Sony exclusivity period is up, right? Mm-hmm. And it was being developed by Aspire. Aspire's that sort of, uh, you know, smaller developer. And what they've been kind of known for over the last few years is remastering old Star Wars games for modern consoles. So, like, how you can go and download, like, pod racer and knights of the old republic one and two and shit like that on mm-hmm. newer consoles and play it that's what they would were kind of doing um and like they do a great job with that stuff but it was never well they kind of did something fucked up with knights of the old republic 2 on switch that's a whole nother story i can't be getting that deep bro that balls deep in knights of the old republic um well, maybe one day. There's somebody out there that'll want to hear it. Um. Anyways, <laughs> it did seem kind of weird that they were sort of, you know, a smaller studio that was taking on that responsibility, remaking one of the like highest rated fan loved fucking Star Wars video games of all time. But it could have also turned out to be a really cool story of like, look what this small studio did. And it was like their big step 
right? They just took their first step into a larger world, if you will. Will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Will. Got him! Yep. This shit ain't nothing to me, man. Mm-hmm. Well, after about a year or so of that um, announcement, <clears throat> there was rumors that it was canceled. And then the rumor kind of changed where it was, well, it hasn't been canceled, but they took it away from Aspire and gave it to another developer. I think Saber Interactive. Both of which are under this huge, they're all part of the fucking Embracer group. The the group that bought like the Lord of the Rings TV rights and shit. TV and movie mm-hmm. rights. Um, Sounds like an evil empire. The Embracer group. The Embracer group. It does sound awfully aggressive. Um, but. It was, it was handled off to another studio, and then there has not been much word from it since. Until a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago, the only reason we haven't talked about it until now is because, I mean, we had Ahsoka to talk about and whatnot. Uh, yeah, and I was right. kind of trying to let it play out, too, to see if any clarification happened. But all of a sudden, the reveal trailer for Knights of the Old Republic's remake was pulled mm-hmm. off of the YouTube channel interesting and playstation's official social media channels so like their facebook and their twitter also deleted all mentions of the game any previous tweets about the game they that is not good yeah right that is not good at all pretty dire and then um I believe eventually Sony was the only one that commented and they said, you know, it's not uncommon for us to take trailers offline when their music publishing, because they like there's music in that trailer that they licensed. When that license runs out, they'll take it out. The weird thing is the song that was in it is like, it's a song from the last Jedi soundtrack. It's, John Williams. This wasn't like they were playing fucking somebody once told me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it was um too soon. So too soon. why if why if they were still working on that game, why would they no longer have the licensing rights to use that in a announcement trailer? Like they they tried to act <laughs> like, oh, that happens sometimes. Mm. That's happened sometimes when the rights lapse because we let them. Right. Um, But I also know the Disney music publishing stuff is weird. So, like, from what I understand from looking into it a couple of years ago, I can't even really remember why. Um, Disney licenses all their music out to a, like a publishing firm, a music publishing firm. And that's who controls those music licensing. I don't know if that's still even the case. Like I said, this was a couple years ago. I still think that's not good news, though. I still think regardless of their explanation that's not that's not a great yeah, explanation that's not for what all going signs on. go that's not green across the board you know um so that sucks because i was looking forward to that remake now granted nobody has come out and said it's canceled 
Right. The other thing is, <clears throat> even if it is canceled, somebody else is going to do it. Oh, like, really? Yeah. Dude. I wondered if the, the it was like, why are we remaking a game that's already been made? Oh, no. Listen, man, there's money in those Knights of the Old Republic hills. Well, I mean, <laughs> if they put out a good remake, veins bro, video there is nerd mining. Hey, man. That, that's like if they do a good remake, like a remake sort of on the level of Final Fantasy VII remake, right? Ooh, that's really good, though. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, like, but that's me thinking that's big. The bar, that's what I want right? to like, see, though, right? Like, yeah. I want to see that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I agree. That so, would be amazing. That would be really like that's money, money, money. Somebody else is going to do it. Somebody else will buy the rights or or get the rights from Lucasfilm Games or whatever, <coughs> and uh, and do it. It just may take longer. Like I, I fully believe we'll see it one day, but it's I don't think it's going to be from either of those two studios. I think somebody else will end up doing it. <coughs> but mm. it's also kind of par, par for the course. It's been all kinds of Star Wars games canceled since, you know, the Disney era of Star Wars. Yeah, add it to the Grim Reaper video games list. Now, that EA um, license runs out at the end of this year. We're in the last couple of months of the exclusivity of Star Wars's EA license. And starting next year, conveniently, when they say they're going to release outlaws, which isn't an EA developed game is when anything that has been announced outlaws outlaws, Knights of the old Republic, any of the games from other studios, this is when they can start coming out. <clears throat> I'll still kind of be surprised if outlaws actually makes it out next year. I think it'll get delayed. Really? Yeah, man. I, the time between when they announced it and that footage they showed, you got to think when they show you that gameplay footage, quote unquote, when it's somebody playing it, it's scripted. Like not meaning it's not actually being played, but it's being played in that specific way. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. To give you the experience of what you would be. Cause like if that was me playing that game, I'm wandering off at the bushes and staring at shit. You know, I'm not just running. Mm -hmm from mission to mission, right? So they call that a vertical slice, meaning showing you what a sort of condensed bit of your gameplay would look like if you're sitting on the couch playing, right? Right. If they're trying to do what they're saying they're going to do, that's a really big game, and I just don't see how... They, I mean, that's a giant studio, though. So, I don't know. We'll see. I don't have a lot of faith, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll get some Star Wars games eventually. I mean, we just got Jedi Survivor, and it's I was about to say, once that license expires, but dude, I bet they just pop up like popcorn. Well, yeah, and, and Respawn, uh, <clears throat> the, the guy yep. that plays Cal Kestis was at a con and mentioned that they were doing, they were working on the third game. Oh, wow. So... I mean, that's a given. Um, and mm -hmm. it'll be 
couple years, two or three years, probably three, um, before that third one would come out. But they also have two other games they're making. They're making a first-person shooter and a strategy game. Which oh, is, wow. I think it's going to be kind of like uh, XCOM, but Star Wars. If you ever played one of those. Good games. I don't think I have. I'm sleepy. Are you? Yeah, man. Sleepy worm? Yeah, man. Oh, boy. So uh, we only got one email since we're recording early this week. So I don't know. It's it's episode 420. People were stoked about it. You know what we're going to do? We're going to listen to some. um, Do you guys want to do the full? Let's do it. Let's do it, Will. We're going to listen to the entire lo-fi discography. They're short. Oh. Let's hear them. Let's hear the evolution of the Blue Harvest. Do it. Do it. Let's go. This is a good episode for it. It is. A little compilation. Yeah, man. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. All right. Whatever, man. Why can't I ever? I have a very overly complex complicated file structure um for my podcast stuff i should do something about that they call that e-waste will e-waste is that what it's called probably not what do i know about e-waste huh no more than i know head look like e-waste my head (laughs) i wouldn't say that about you will Man, that bo- that man head looked like e waste. Man, I got a, a got useless him. looking noggin. You ain't got a a useless looking noggin. Yep. Get out of here. Oh, man, it'd have been cool if they were like, ah, so Ahsoka's over. I heard a, oh. I heard a cat burn earlier when you were talking about. Um, Knights of the Old Republic. You heard a cat purring? Yeah, I did. One of the cats come up to the microphone and purr into the microphone. Bro, maybe they did, and I was just babbling so hard that I didn't even <laughs> notice it, bro. Maybe I didn't. Maybe maybe I have auditory maybe, hallucinations. Maybe, maybe you heard me purring because I'm becoming part cat. <laughs> meow Couch, catch me eating a fucking can of wet food tonight baby
Man, that's the very first one. Man, you never forget your first. Uh, here's here's two point oh. Tell the sound quality upgrade. serious will we got a podcast that revolutionized eat the booty like grocery we gotta see we gotta tighten up you know too old for this shit talking crazy like that that's greatest we got bro we gotta be like and today there was some news about skeleton crew will you remember the show skeleton crew 
was coming to Disney Plus. You know what I mean? We got to just go straight and narrow. Speaking no, which, man. There was some fucking news about Skeleton Crew. I guess the U.S. Was that really? Yeah. I don't know. This is this is when you know news as tight as when the Star Wars nerds are combing the patent office. Bruh. Oh, my no, goodness. No, from the U.S. Copyright Office. So they have on here... Like, you know, it's it's their copyright, and it says, In the first episode of Skeleton Crew, we are introduced to four kids who make a mysterious discovery on their seemingly safe home planet and get lost in a strange and dangerous galaxy. Finding their way home, meeting unlikely allies and enemies, will be a greater adventure than they ever imagined. Right? Whew. Right? Um, so it's got like a little plot, like a little summary. And it has the approximate release date of January 2024. That's good. Now, it says approximate. So, you know, yeah, I don't, you, you know, you have said before, until the red carpet's getting walked, like, I don't believe it, you know. Well, I mean, it's, I think that show was mostly finished. I don't know. It had been, I feel like that show was shooting for a while when the, the strikes happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of excited for this one. Just, well, because of Star Wars. What am I getting at? I need to be very, of course I'm excited for this one, Will. It is Star mm-hmm. Wars. I love that. That's good. <laughs> That's good stuff. That's Star Wars. Huh? You sound like a robot. I like air horn. Star Wars. You can't do the air horn and be serious. That's us now. Okay, we're gonna. Oh okay. boy, let's try it. Okay, why not? Why can't this be where we change? Huh? This is where the plot changes. Episode four twenty. This is serious. Okay, we're gonna. We got one email, and it's from our buddy Alan Bean. Let's be as serious as possible. Okay. Live from NPR News Studios, this is... Yeah, NPR with a little bit of, you know, like a little bit of something, right? But not like full NPR, all right? But serious. No goofing. All right, you ready? Here comes, remember, Will, no goofing. Serious. Mm -hmm. All right. Hi, Alan from Michigan again. again. See, I can't even read. You fucked okay. that up. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get a. My mouth is so dry. <laughs> Let me get some water. Okay. Okay. All right. Super serious. Super serious. And go. All right. Hold on. I just got to get one last goof out. Okay. <laughs> just one. He's pulling his cock out. He's pulling his oh cock out. Okay. God. Now, serious. Hi. Alan from Michigan again. Sorry to keep bothering you. Alan, please bother us. We love your correspondence here at Blue Harvest. Buddy. Yeah, we, yes, we do. We could still call him buddy and be serious, right? I don't know. Should I just call him sir? Yeah, <laughs> We that's love what your I'm correspondences, doing. sir. Please continue them. But last week you mentioned the power team. Wow. Now, there's a reference that takes me back. I thought I was the only one that remembered their phone book ripping ways. 
It was 1988, and my older brother dragged me to a youth group event at his Evan Evangeli Evan Evangelistic. Evangelical. Well, I almost called evangelical Evangelion. Evangelion. Okay, I heard I, it coming. I can't start. I can't restart. So we just had to take a quick aside. I'll cut that out. <laughs> yep, serious again. Evangelical. Mm. Evangelical. Evangelical church. He was a youth pastor. I only went because he essentially begged me to go and I didn't have anything else happening on a Wednesday night. Plus, if memory serves, there was also a tinge of coercion. Once there, he let me mingle, and soon I took a seat all by myself in the pews. Wow, holy heck and more wows. I witnessed some preaching, some ripped phone books, and an invitation to accept Jesus in my heart. There was so much pressure to go forth toward the stage to let the power team preach and <laughs> mecha lecha hi, mecha hiney ho and all that. I felt bad when it was time to go home with my brother. Like I let Jesus down or something. Sheesh. Man, I've been I've been to those type of events at my old school and it was that minus the power team. Just the preaching <laughs> and trying to trying to get yeah, you to go don't, up there. Oof. Don't take that hard because it's designed specifically yeah. to elicit sure. that response from you. Man, I didn't I so I only ever saw power I never saw the power team in person, I don't think. Maybe they I came did. to my school. Maybe I did. I saw my mom was uh, teaching part time at a church, and it was like a, a huge, super mega oh, church, shit. and like the power team came through, and I uh, saw I saw them in person. So did they shattering ice blocks on okay, shit? Okay, like, that's what I was I was about to ask. Did they do anything? Yeah, like besides... take dude dude would lay on a bed of nails, and then they put like an ice block on his chest, and then another dude with a sledgehammer would smash the ice block and pull him up. No blood in his back or anything. You know, they do they would do some stuff on the bed of nails. Um, they would Did do power ever... lifting. They would lift really heavy stuff. They would rip the phone book. I, I know the phone book. Bend bars. Um. Did they ever? Did the reptile guy ever come through your school when you were a kid, Will? Reptile guy, no. Man, I remember this one magical. I had day. Scruff McGruff. The actual Chicago, Scruff Illinois. McDuck. Six five six one two. Scruff. Shit. Scruff McGruff. Um. A dude in a Scruff McGruff costume came to your fucking school. Yep. That rules. Yep. The Dare dudes came through to the Dare cops in the Dare Corvette. Oh, see, they didn't the Dare cops didn't come to our school. Just two cops came and they and they had the dog with them, right? Where they would put something in a, Oh nice. They bring the dude up on stage and be like, put this in your pocket. And then they bring the dog in and the dog would sniff it out and be like, That was happening. Yeah. That would happen to you. That's what happened with Police you. Police do this. Weed. <laughs> we'll get you. Yeah, we'll get you with our big, big mean dog. And Us you know and our me. dog. You know me. You know immediately the only thing I was concerned with was, can I pet can that I dog? Can I pet that dog? Can I pet that can dog? Pet that dog? <laughs> They're talking about, don't, don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. And I'm like, I'm going to pet that dog. Can I pet that dog? 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 No. Can I pet that dog? No. Can I pet that dog? No. Can I pet that dog? Can I pet that dog?
That gets funny. Mm-hmm. The they one where it's a bear outside is pretty funny too. Yeah, they should let that kid pet that dog. Mm-hmm. And you know what I did? Well, I pet the police dog. I bet you did. Hell yeah, I did. I was like, "Hey, can I pet the dog?" And they're like, "Yeah." When we're all filing out of the gymnasium. But yeah, one time a guy, a, a reptile guy, came, and he fucking showed off giant turtles and big snakes. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so, like, I get it now. I didn't realize what you meant by reptile guy. No, I thought not you were like about to reptile tell me some from fucking Barnian the dinosaur in a fucking costume or something. No, shit. I meant... thought you were about to tell me about the fucking redneck crocodile Dundee. Yeah, like, this dude showed up in the fucking, you know, the outfit, the Dwayne the Rock D- Johnson is doing a movie in the jungle outfit, like the fucking tan. Yeah. The rolled up short shorts and the the rolled up arms. Like we just got ushered into the fucking gym and I was like, oh, damn, is this going to be the cops again? Maybe I can pet the dog. And it was that guy with just crates full filled with reptiles, bro. Who wants to pet a boa constrictor? Yeah, he would be like, hey, uh, can I get six volunteers and you all guys can try to hold this giant snake and shit? Knowing if that snake is pissed off, you have a anaconda situation on like my ass is halfway down a snake's throat a giant anaconda i mean i you know just the sound of it like i i encountered the reptile guys when and you know they would let you pet the snake i never had one like give the snake away especially to multiple children no it's a giant snake bro it took six kids to hold it and i raised my hand kids i was like i gotta get in on this it's like fourth grade. That's, I was like, I got it. Snake-sized prey. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. One it's thing like goes wrong, the bunny and all this is all that's hanging out of the snake's mouth is my fucking <laughs> bad foot. What's he? He a connoisseur? He's like oh everything goodness. but that. He says, "I really like the bones." I'm half digested, trying to punch it in the inside, like Drax. <laughs> Because I wouldn't have just fucking given in. I'd have tried to fight, I'm sure. All right, make sure it's framed up and blow her to hell. Um, <clears throat> uh, I, he was talk- This older brother of mine studied to become a youth pastor back in 1982. I remember he thought he could exercise demons from my everyday life. I think he was thought he was doing good, doing something loving and impactful to my life. Once when I was watching Saturday cartoons specifically Masters of the Universe, he watched with me to make notes for what I can only think now as an adult was probably homework for his senior pastor. I remember my brother being so taken by Skeletor, taking lots of notes. Asked him why he zeroed in on Skeletor and he said something along the lines of the animators being Satan worshipers because using a graven image like a skull broke one of the ten commandments she's i met people that was that were real hardcore like that for sure but it was the big one that they hated was ninja turtles for some reason like they sent a interesting i remember like being in first grade and getting pissed off because they sent a, a letter home that was like hey like we need to calm down on this ninja turtle shit it's evil and like you would it was weird because it's a school with a policy, like a Southern Baptist policy, but you have a bunch of different teachers, so 
some teachers, if you mentioned Star Wars, would be like, all right, I don't let my kids watch stuff like that. Like, Star Wars? Yeah. Others would be like, Star Wars is good. I had a teacher, my eighth grade English teacher, loved Highlander, Miss Fairchild. Big ups, Miss Fairchild. She was awesome. Um, when I was kind of in middle school, high school, it was where like Harry Potter was not okay. Yeah. But the Chronicles see, of Narnia was okay. I was right after that. Harry Potter came up after I was out of school. I, it would yeah. have been uh, uh, my sister's best friend. Her mom got fired from that school for suggesting that they read Harry Potter. Oh my goodness. Um, Yikes. One other time, he gathered all my Kenner Star Wars action figures and performed a prayer to exorcise demons from those plastic objects that were clearly bringing Satan into my young life. It was a, oh like goodness. a one-on-one faith healing ses- session with Oral Roberts. Sheesh. Alan, that is so crazy that I almost, and like, I listen, peace and love. Kind of feels like that's a little, was that made up, buddy? If that did happen, <laughs> then uh, sheesh, indeed, my dude. I don't know what to say. <clears throat> Serious now. Serious, though. Anyway, enough of that. Let's talk Star Wars. Now that Ahsoka is over, what are you going to talk about on your podcast? Here's a question for you to discuss. Since it's launched in 2019, we've had almost four years of new Star Wars content on Disney+. Plus. Lots of great stuff. And lots of mysteries and unanswered questions to ponder. With that, what is the one mystery or question that is at the top of your list that needs to be answered? For me, it's from the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Why exactly are former Jedi like Tara Sanube frozen in some kind of amber? <clears throat> Why did I struggle with amber kind of amber substance in the basement of fortress inquisitorius got that one though nailed it may still thought he went to an evangelion church but i nailed fortress inquisitorius um like why what happened there take care and thank you for your time blue harvest is the best podcast sincerely alan from michigan thank you alan from michigan thank you alan um Listen, he might change his mind after this one. We're really, <clears throat> we're really fucking testing the limits of the listenership. I'm pretty sure they're here for it. All right. So I think my operating theory on why they have those Jedi frozen as amber is I kind of think it's like a trap. They They do something similar in Rebels, right, where they use that. Is it Luminara? I think they use her body to lure Kanan and Ezra out, right? Um, so maybe that's why. Or it's trophies. Is this a gruesome trophy? Yeah. Is it a, that's what I assumed. Um, I don't know. Because they're not alive, right? No. No, sir. No. They're dead as hell. <laughs> Whew. They are so dead. Um. Unanswered mystery or question. What do you got, Will? What's uh from from the the shows and stuff, the Disney Plus? Unanswered question. What's Boba what's Boba oh. Fett doing? Is he alright? 
Yeah, what that Boba Fett doing? Is he having a good time on Tatooine with his, like his adopted kids, and his Rancor? What the dog doing? I'm curious if we'll see those two Hut twins again. Um, they were cool. Those Hut twins also, were cool. I'm curious about Grogu's origin still. His planet yeah. or his people or yeah, I think we're still gonna get, that's still kind of a mystery. I think there's going to be little bits of that here and there. Um, I'm curious about Din Djarin's new sworn fealty to Bo-Katan. I also wonder, so what happens, because, you know, the third season of Mandalorian ends with Din and Grogu, like, with their little house. Little house on the Grogu, baby. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, obviously... That's not where they're going to leave them. But, you know, the third season did sort of transition to being much more of like an ensemble story about Mandalorians and not necessarily just Din, right? Right. Um, Are they setting that up to where maybe Din and Grogu don't show up for a second? Like, we know they have no self-control as far as, like, not bringing them in because... It would be cool because it might give them some time to train together. Right. And work together as like a team. Um, Because I know John Favreau wants to talk about like, oh, it's been a few years like that the whole show leading up to um, season three was or whatever. Mm -hmm. That may be what you guys have mapped out, but it kind of feels like – Din just sent Luke, uh, Grogu to an overnight sleepover at Uncle Luke's house. Like, yeah, the way it plays out, he's barely like not with him. You can tell mm-hmm. some time has passed and shit, but there's no indicator that like, oh damn, I ain't seen my little buddy in like nine months, ten months. There's nothing like that. Kind of feels like it's been a space. Tell month. me a cycle. Bro, they're always talking about cycles. Oh, they'll be here in two cycles. What is that? Seems like Grogu just came back from camp. Yeah, he went to sleepaway camp. And the ending got real weird. Um, Hmm. Yeah. Uh, So. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know about a big mystery i am very interested to see what they do going forward because they have to they have an endpoint in mind at this point right and i guess shows could continue after that what is this like the x-files movie came out in between seasons Mm-mm. i don't Feels know like it's supposed i to be think... the big end event for at least a little bit for those characters yeah. um it would be cool if they all went for another movie. You do one movie and then a couple seasons and then the fun, the movie to end it. But that would be that, cool. I would be fine with that just because, of the, hey, I got something to look forward to for Pete's sakes. You know what you I mean? You could keep it very British and just do three or four seasons and that's it. Well, I mean, the fourth season of Mando is, is will be the next one. Oh, dude. Yeah. You know what would be awesome? All right, hear me out. Mando season four, you know where it starts? Tatooine. Where's that? Tatooine. Tatooine. Dirty Again. Dog. That's right. 
Who's on Tatooine? Boba. Chilling. He gets wrote. Oh, dude. They never. Ugh. What if. Uh, Why even? You, you start off with. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. Din Djarin. he's whipping ass and then he's like oh I gotta go pick up Grogu so he goes to pick up Grogu and who has Grogu been hanging out with and training with but Boba Fett oh my god Oof, suddenly I'm I'm, ba- I'm back I'm back I'm back baby. here we are back baby <laughs> Boba Fett's been taking care of the young ward and showing him the ropes man and, and, and like he's getting uh, fucking He's getting influenced by the bad street kids, you know? Din Djarin catches Grogu smoking cigarettes wearing a leather coat. Or he gets used to, or uh, Boba Fett's taking him out for like a vision quest with the sand people. He's picked up a lot of bad sand people habits out in the desert. Man, we're talking, if season four of The Mandalorian started Boba Fett, Started with Boba Fett taking Grogu into the the desert <laughs> to go on a vision walk with Tusken Raiders. Like I would be like, oh, so this is a simulation. I get it now. We live in a simulation. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Grogu. Like I know he's fifty, but we don't need to have him having see him having a mind altering psychedelic experience. Maybe they put one of those lizards up as a little... Gl- Remember? There was a scene in the book of Boba Fett where a lizard... A lizard crawled up, up in into Boba Fett's face and caused him to hallucinate, <laughs> my dude. Yeah. There's a lot about it that show. It went and left I its really mucuses like. up in his, yep. his sinuses. I love that. I love that shit. I like the weird shit in the book of Boba Fett. They just... Dude, me too. Took him out of two whole episodes man how do you feel about that not great (laughs) personally not great we'll see i'm sure i'll get over it one day (laughs) (laughs) you broke my freaking hot bottles (laughs) you broke my freaking hot robin rodriguez I know it was you, Rob. I know it was you. Oh, man. I don't know. Oh, no, man. I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see if, like I was saying, if there's an end point, then I hope they have at least a ballpark idea of how to get from where that universe is now because we now know, right, like Ahsoka is the latest point in that Mando timeline so far. It's mm-hmm. post Mando season three. Um, how do we get from that in from the end of the Mandalorian, right? To we're all fighting Thrawn. You know what would be awesome, Will? It, because it would be terrible. I want to. So this is what happens Thrawn goes to Dothamir. They resurrect so many. Night witches. And what does he use them for? Construction. What does he build? Another Death Star. If the Dave Filoni movie was them fighting 
against another Death Star. And Luke so, can, can you be with there? the theme? This one's gold. Oh, and it doesn't oh, have a yeah. circular laser. It's like a triangle laser. What? It, yeah, exactly. And what they're going to do is it's going to look like if you took the indoor Death Star, right? The Death Star 2, best Death Star. But yeah. it's, it, where it's all like incomplete, you filled that in with gold instead. Yeah. But you can yep. still see where it looked like the Death Star 2. That's the Death Star 3. And you're totally right. Yeah. Triangle laser dish or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what they're going to do. And they're going to blow up. Um, I don't know, man. They're going to blow up some planet. Gonna blow but up. they'll only blow up half of it. They're going to blow up Coruscant. Because we're done seeing whole planet explosions. We're going to go the more Rogue One route. We're going to like oh, destroy you know a do. planet, but no. not obliterate it. What it's going to do is it's going to shoot a laser right through the middle of the planet and turn it into like a donut. You see what I mean? Oh, <laughs> right yeah. through the middle. Yeah, that's what it's going to do. That's and then, like, you do. see exploded planet core shattered yeah. out the back end. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming out the back yeah, end. Yeah, my dude. Yeah, my dude. Yeah. Why don't we just write our own Dave, Star Wars hold show? hold on. Dave, Mr. Filoni, <laughs> we're a very serious Star Wars podcast here, you know? Some say we have that dog in us. <laughs> and uh, we have a great pitch for your movie, so just hit us up, buddy. All right? Um, donut donut planet it shoots a laser through the planet and turns it into a donut shape and everybody in the middle gone everybody on the outside edges we don't know we'll get we'll cross that bridge when we get there all right like like a taurus yeah make it make your own ring world Mm -hmm. yep and there would be a sick shot of the new republic fleet flying through the middle of the planet to get to death star three and Luke's there. And we won't mince words. We'll just call it Death Star 3. Uh, yeah, exactly. And Oh, bro. And Ahsoka, <laughs> bro, Ahsoka's going to... Now, listen, touchy subject. They're going to have to recast, right? But Ahsoka's going to have to fight... Um, uh, uh, Balin. No. She's going to have to fight Luke, right? Luke. She has to fight Luke. Luke. In the throne room while Snoke watches, bro. My goodness. It's a redo of Return of the Jedi. And she has to fight Luke. And Luke fucks up somehow and injures Snoke. That's why Snoke's all fucked up. But it actually wasn't Luke Skywalker, it was Luke. Dave Filoni, get at us. Thanks for recording with me this week, buddy. Hey, man. Thanks for recording with me. Um, so, if you like our theme song, please be sure to check out the band that was kind enough to provide it, their Stone Cobra. You can find uh, them at stonecobra.bandcamp.com, iTunes, and Spotify as well. Leave us a review, and uh, we'll see you next week. Let's hope something happens, Will. Whew. Please. Can I pet that dog? Can I pet that dog? This has been Blue Harvest. I'm Halls Burkhart. And I'm Will Witten. May the force be with you. May the force be with all of you. May the force be with us.